You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. A judge orders the city of Seattle to pay nearly $82,000 to Black Lives Matter lawyers for costs of a case against the Seattle Police Department. That's what we're talking about today. What's the deal with this? How did this happen? What's going on? We're going to cover it. If you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. I'm a real estate guy that reads the news that you want to hear. Okay, let's jump on in. And this is a a few-day-old story. Seattle Times, Mike Carter. The city of Seattle must pay $81,997.12. Don't forget that 12 cents. Two attorneys for Black Lives Matter to cover their fees and costs in pursuing contempt of court violations against the Seattle Police Department for the improper use of pepper spray and blast balls against, here we go, peaceful protesters. That's all it took for me to want to read this article, because by the time the police are pulling out the pepper spray and blast balls, it is no longer peaceful protesters. It is violent rioters. Violent rioters. You guys agree with me. And I think most people agree. If Even if you're, even if you're a fan of the left and you're like, yeah, go Black Lives Matter. If you took a hard look at this and said, okay, what were the quote unquote, and I'm putting in air quotations for those of you on the podcast, peaceful protesters, were they really peaceful? If you were to ask people on the left, at that point in time, when the cops broke out the blast balls, pepper spray, tear gas, what was it that the quote unquote peaceful protesters were doing that required the police to use the type of force. What was it? I'd want to know. I was there. I saw it. They were not peaceful protesters. They were violent rioters at that point. And the cops are like, yep, we got to clean this up. Here's what we're going to do. The amount arrived at by U.S. District uh, Judge Richard Jones was significantly less than the nearly $264,000 in fees and costs being sought by lawyers for BLM, Seattle, and King County after Jones found police had violated his injunction prohibiting unnecessary force. I looked at that injunction and I just kind of thought, all you're doing is hamstringing the police in a time where they need to be able to do something. I'm not a fan of Black Lives Matter and the other people who were doing the peaceful protesting running around willy-nilly doing their thing, bashing in windows of stores, raiding stores. I mean, billions of dollars worth of damage done, right? And you're telling the cops, oh, yeah, you guys got to do better on that use of force. The order was issued after Jones found Seattle Police Department officers had violated the rights of thousands of protesters. See how this is couched? It's couched in a way with they were peaceful and they violated their rights. What were they doing in the first place? What were the violent rioters doing in the first place that required the use of force by the police? That's the question you need to ask yourselves. And if you weren't there throughout any of this, I would say you can have an opinion, but it's not really going to count because all you're doing is reading in the media. Oh, yeah, peaceful protesters. Oh, the police. Man. They were brutal on those peaceful protesters who were just peaceful. No, not the case. This is just more media stuff. Kind of just, all right, here's the narrative that we're going to lay out there. 
So the judge, the order was issued after Jones found Seattle Police Department officers had violated the rights of thousands of protesters earlier this summer during numerous protests over the killing of George Floyd by police in Minneapolis. Jones declined to place coercive sanctions against the city sought by BLM, which would have required SPD officers to provide BLM with use of force reports and other information within days of every incident in which an officer used force against a protester. The judge found those kinds of sanctions were not appropriate in this case or any case ever. I'm throwing that part in. The judge also rejected the city's efforts to have him reconsider his contempt findings. So they tried kicked it back out. But here's the deal. You're only getting 81 grand. You're not getting the 264 you're looking for. So sorry, attorneys, mm, you guys are just going to have to eat that one. You're going to have to figure out payment from your clients. Oh, no, not the client. Client paying versus the op opposing parties paying. Oh, brutal. We are pleased that the court rejected the city's misguided attempt to reverse the court's contempt finding and that the court issued sanctions against the city, said David Perez, one of the attorneys representing Black Lives Matter. Our goal is to ensure greater safety for protesters through compliance with the court orders, and this decision will help in that regard. Let's get into, all right, so if this truly was peaceful protesting and the police are just pulling out these uh, use of call it force weapons. Not okay with that. But I was there. And any time the cops did something along these lines, there was a whole mess of stuff that was illegal. Illegal. This is not peaceful protesters carrying a sign. This is not peaceful protesters carrying a banner and just innocently walking down the street. They are doing something that requires the use of force by the police. That's, that's the bottom line here. That's the bottom line. And yet major media just wants you to go down this road of, oh, well, the peaceful protesters. And then, no, they're not peaceful. They're violent rioters. That's what they are. Jones said that while BLM was successful in pursuing a contempt of court order against the Seattle Police Department, just four of 122 incidents submitted by BLM and reviewed by the court rose to the level of violations of his earlier injunction. Let's, let's, let's look at those numbers. Four out of 122. So in essence, 118, the vast majority of these claims were bogus. And the judge said, yep, nope, boom, out of here. Just, I mean, th this is what's going on in the city of Seattle this past, over this past summer with all the protesters, with all the protests going on, there were 19,000 complaints against the Seattle Police Department for, for all kinds of stuff. You can see it on the complaint, uh, what's it called? The complaint dashboard. I mean, there's a dashboard and, and invariably it's not sustained, not sustained, not sustained partially sustained. There's one tiny little fragment of truth in that one. We're going to give them that one, but it's not all that serious. No cops have been fired over any of the complaints, over 19,000 complaints. No cops have even been sanctioned. They, they haven't, they just, they didn't do anything outside of the bounds of what's, what's legal. And this judge, you know, we've got 122 incidences submitted by Black Lives Matter, four, four were deemed to have some merit. 
and I'm sure they they put it on, you know, put uh, the cops efforts under a microscope and in a crazy situation. They're like, Oh, I don't know, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, that might that might have been this is a this is a gimme four out of 122. That is a pat on the back. Hey, I know we're supporting your cause. Here's what we're going to do for you. We're going to give you a little bit in attorney's fees. But you know, we're not really going to give you the full shebang. Because in order to do that, you have to have more than four out of 122 violations or incidents, more than four out of 122 have to be certified as something significant. So four out of 122. Mm, that's a tiny number, small, very small percentage, right? In the remaining cases, the court found that the force was either appropriate, oh, interesting, or that there wasn't enough evidence to say one way or another. Can't tell, don't know. You know why? Because the complaint was more than likely bogus as most of these things were. I mean, just the numbers alone, look at all the complaints. They're, they're thrown out. They're not sustained. If the court had more evidence, many of these remaining uses may in fact be clear violations, making the city's contempt even more grave than previously thought, Jones wrote in his order. But all right, so here, here are the words we want to focus on in that sentence. If, if, perhaps, if the court had more evidence, basically saying, yeah, we don't have the evidence to, to actually say anything forthright here. Many of these remaining claims may, the word may, which is basically might, may, could have happened, may, in fact, be clear violations, making the city's contempt even more grave than previously thought. If and may and if all these things kind of lined up, it's like saying, oh, just make up anything and then just say, well, then that's kind of how the end result could have been. You know, maybe Russia could have been the first to send a man to the moon. If, may, coulda, woulda, shoulda, right? That's not the case here. Got four out of 122 incidents, hardly anything out of the 19,000 complaints over the summer. The judge is throwing Black Lives Matter a bone, 80, 81, call it 82 grand. They're asking for 264 in fees. Yeah, I'm going to pay you way more than you deserve. going to give you 82 grand. City's going to have to cough up some money. Well, city's used to doing that. Plus, they, that, they're, they're kind of on that side. They want to defund the police anyway. So why not give BLM, their attorneys, some, some money and See what happens. You know, a lot of what I've seen in the media is just, all right, and city's going to pay 82 grand to the Black Lives Matter attorneys. But it's kind of that admission of guilt. It's like, okay, if the city has to pay, then that, this must have been just a, you know, uh, a landmark finding by the judge. And it wasn't. It was basically a gimme to their attorneys. Yeah, we found a tiny little bit of incidences found a very small number that warrant. So we're going to give you some money because basically sending you home with zero doesn't send the right message that we want to be sending here, city of Seattle. We understand that you are peaceful. We understand that your protesting is peaceful, except when it's not, but we don't really talk about that. We don't talk about the damage done by the Black Lives Matter movement or any of the black block movement, any of that stuff, we don't really talk about that, because then that destroys the narrative of the peaceful protesters. And then the judges won't, 
you know, give any money to their attorneys. So this whole thing is just ridiculous. If you really look at it, if you are there at these protests, they get out of control. The cops do their thing. They try and quiet it down. I mean, same thing down in Portland, same exact drill, 120 straight days, you know, of just this stuff going on. And then at the end of the day, people are like, oh, they were really mean to us. I got tear gassed in this one quarter percentage of my eye over here. I shed a tear. It was horrible. I had to dump a gallon of milk in my eye. Oh, it was terrible. I'm going to complain. I'm going to lodge a formal complaint. And those are the 19,000 complaints that have come out that, guess what, haven't been sustained, not sustained. There was no illegal action by the police officers there for the vast majority of all this stuff. It's just when you see a headline, judge orders the Seattle to pay nearly $82,000 to Black Lives Matter for cost against, of case against police, you immediately believe, oh, the police, they must have had some liability there. I did the first time I read this, like the, the, the title, I'm like, but then I've read enough of these stories to know when you dig deep down, the judge is just kind of throwing them a bone. That's what's happening. I mean, these numbers alone, that's a bone. That's a big bone, 82 grand for that. I mean, he's not even getting into specifics of anybody really being harmed. Just talking about the the violations of the injunction that the judge set up. The judge basically said, now nah, you can't do this, this, and this. And the police are basically, they're hamstrung. They, they, they don't have the use of the, the methods that they should be to handle an unruly crowd. We've basically taken away their ability to have the rest of society safe when these knuckleheads do their bashing in of windows and all of that jazz that somehow we miraculously turn into peaceful protesting. Because when the cops step in, they're not stepping in because somebody's holding up a sign nicely, quietly. Nah, they're not doing that. They're doing it when somebody's taking a hammer to a window, they're spray painting something, maybe they're firebombing a car, you know, maybe they're tearing down a federal fence, maybe they're trying to break into a building, maybe they're trying to break out windows of a police station, maybe they're looting a store. Those are all the things that the police come after them for, not for peacefully protesting, just doesn't happen. But even here, the Seattle Times, in their first in the first uh, paragraph against peaceful protesters. That's some real bull right there. It really is. If you were there, you would know otherwise. And you would recognize somebody knocking on my door. Uh, it's probably Darian working out in the other room. If you were there, you would recognize the cops didn't step in. They didn't overstep their boundaries because they knew they're, they're on the hot seat. They just didn't happen. And that's what all the 19,000 complaints basically state. And this judge is basically stating the same thing too. Well, there's four that four of four of the complaints out of 122, they might have had a little bit of validity. But there, there might have been more too, had we had more evidence, had we had more evidence, and had they actually been true, there would have been more complaints against the Seattle Police Department for violation of uh, direct orders on the, um, you know, on how the police can handle their thing. This is crazy. What a crazy world. I, I'm not in favor of the cops just running around willy-nilly, manhandling protesters. No, of course not. But from what I saw firsthand, 
It doesn't match up with this thing about the peaceful protesters. It just simply doesn't. It simply simply doesn't. And Mike Carter, were you there at the protests? I'm going to say you weren't, because otherwise you wouldn't be doing the company line of saying, yeah, peaceful protesters, because that's not how it went down. All right. That's it for me on this one. I'm Sean Reynolds from the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, and I was at CHOP slash Jazz, and I was down in Portland when they were doing their nightly rioting. And those guys were not peaceful protesters. So I'm going to leave it for you here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing. I will catch up with you guys on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.